Let's get real, everybody. This is Taylor, and you're listening to The Elephant in the Room. What the friggity fuck is up, everybody? It has been a while. It's been some time. I've missed you. Did you miss me? I'm happy to be back. And I feel like it's a good time to be back. I shouldn't have come back any sooner, and I probably shouldn't have come back any later. This feels like the right amount of time. I feel like so much has happened since I last recorded, and also nothing at all. Um, yeah, I went on a little bit of a personal hiatus. I stopped doing pretty much everything except coloring in an adult coloring book um, and making soup for about a month and it was needed. If you're feeling overwhelmed and are in a position to just color and make soup for a month, I would highly recommend. Um, I feel like more like myself. I guess like where we left off was Taylor's version part two. This episode has no planned trajectory. We're just gonna try and like recap a little and kind of talk about random things, I guess, that come to my head. Probably gonna be a bit of a shorter episode, easing our way back into life. But yeah, we left off at Taylor's version part two, which just summed up my um, glamorous and glorious journey with my body and lots of feedback on Taylor's version, lots of appreciation for the vulnerability, lots of people who related to a lot of the mental health struggles, some of the sobriety struggles. We're all going through it out there. It's so clear to me that we're really not alone in it, even though we feel that way. And I guess after Taylor's version part two, I really needed a reset. My mental health has not been doing well in December and January. So I've kind of just been taking some time to try and get myself into a better space. Mostly like creating a routine and some habits for myself that once I start incorporating life back into the plan, that hopefully it all feels a little bit more manageable. I hope your holidays were good. That feels like so long ago now. I'm recording this on February 7th, so that was a while ago now. But I hope your holidays were good. The holidays are a hard time in a lot of ways. I think a lot of people have to spend time with family, and maybe that's not super great for your mental health. And Or maybe it is great. Honestly, if it's great, I love that for you. The holidays are really hard when it comes to like eating and food and that journey. I feel like I talked to a lot of people in my life after the holidays and everybody was like, holy fuck, why did we do that? And it's like, I think that's hilarious. I feel like the holidays are the epitome of this like thing that you put on a pedestal and you look forward to and you're, I don't know if everybody, some people hate Christmas. I love Christmas, but you like look forward to it and then you spend the entire time just overextending yourself and trying to cram as many things as possible into 
a few days and it's just like stressful and that's not what they're supposed to be but that I feel like was a very common theme with a lot of people that I chatted to about the holidays. My holidays were okay. I mean, they had their ups and they had their downs. After the holidays, mostly downs, I'd say. Um, Yeah, feeling just very lost with myself and feeling the need to uproot and change a lot of things in my life at the same time. And that is super overwhelming. I need to quit my job. I need to find a new job. Um... And that's hard because this just like isn't a thriving time of the year to find new employment. Um, everything is slow. Nobody has money. Not not a good time to try and make that kind of a change. And I don't really want to just like panic jump to another job that I potentially end up wanting to leave. So I'm trying to like really think about what I want that job to be. No matter what, it'll be some sort of like a, you know, acting is my job job sometimes obviously I want it to be all of the time so I need something that is like works with that and then I thought I would really love to work in a plus size bridal store that is a very specific job in my head but I really like I like customer service it's not that I don't like customer service I don't like customer service where I currently am and many other things where I currently am but I like customer service I feel like somebody buying their wedding dress is a very largely positive experience especially for plus size women like I feel like I would just love to be in that world and be a part of that journey for somebody I know that there aren't a lot of plus size bridal places in Toronto if you know of any or think of any could you tell me could you reach out in the dms because i've been doing some research but it does feel like a like a i don't know i feel like there should be more so i've been thinking about that it's hard right you want to make all that money you want to support your glamorous lifestyle but you also want to do something that doesn't take away from you so that has been hard i still don't know if i have the answer of what that's gonna look like but i know that i really need to start thinking about that now because that's one of the things that needs to shift. I really just feel like the balance of my life is off. I don't know if anybody relates to that. I just feel like we're heavily in the like, wake up, go to a job I don't like, come home, eat something, watch TV, go to bed. There's not a lot of like other joy. And I've been very lucky to have a lot of support during this time that I have um, been not working or doing much of anything else because it's allowed me to kind of add things into my life that bring more color and try and come up with a plan of how to add more things so that the balance is better. And I think I've kind of found that. I think I still need to explore that. That's obviously not something that just like takes a month. But essentially the answers are in an adult coloring book. If you color enough, not only will your forearm be sore, but you will find all of the answers that you're looking for. One crayon at a time. I, I've really gotten into adult coloring books. I keep saying adult because it's my only way to make myself feel like I'm not just um, coloring all the time. My grandpa had his 90th birthday party recently and my cousin's daughter was there and she wanted to color. 
and I was like, oh my gosh, thank, I left my stuff at home, so thank you for bringing your tools. And we were coloring, and somebody looked at me and was like, oh yeah, you're like doing, putting in your time, and I was like, no, like, I love this. Like, I, I was considering bringing my own coloring things, so I'm just glad that she showed up and she, she brought it for us. I find, I don't know, it, maybe it's like good to keep my mind distracted. I have a horrible habit where I pick my fingers until they're literally raw and bloody. Um, it's really attractive and I would highly recommend nobody uh, partake. And it keeps my fingers busy so that I don't pick, which has been very helpful. Although they're, my fingers are bloody right now. So when I'm not coloring, I guess we still find the opportunity. But yeah, I've been really into the adult coloring book thing. Adult. It's adult. I'm an adult who's coloring. Okay. Get off my back. I have been cooking a lot more. I'm not somebody who likes cooking. I really don't enjoy the process at all. I don't think it tastes as good when you cook for yourself. Um, but I've had nothing but time. So what was my excuse? And I've actually enjoyed it. I've actually enjoyed like the meal prepping journey. I'm also not somebody who eats three meals a day, like consistently. I really don't eat breakfast enough. And I've been like having a routine of getting up, making a coffee, having breakfast, lighting a candle, coloring, watching Grey's Anatomy. And it feels good. It feels like I'm finding some like little joys. And I think the key is little joys because if you try and attack your life full force and be like, I hate everything. I need to uproot it all. And that's so overwhelming. And I feel like we often think in terms of like big changes, big decisions, things like that. But I really do think it starts small because over time doing that and creating that routine has allowed myself to either do bigger changes or explore bigger changes or think about bigger changes and they don't feel as overwhelming as before is any of this making sense this episode is i i don't know i thank you for being along for the ride but yeah i that's what i've been up to personally is figuring all of that out and addressing those elephants in the room for myself and many a therapist has told me over time that like, oh, you're so, you're such a self-reflective person or you're such an intuitive person. And I'm like, I kind of think that that's like my downfall in a way, but I have spent a lot of time self-reflecting and I think I've realized a lot of new things about myself, which is super weird because I guess in a weird way, I was like, I have it all figured out. All of my quirks, flaws, they're all, I know them all. There couldn't be any new ones forming and there are couldn't be any that I haven't already discovered, but there are. There are, and I'm sure there's so many more ahead, and I personally can't wait for that journey. But yeah, there's been a lot of like self-discovery, and it's been very good, and I think it's going to be good for the podcast journey. On New Year's Eve, I was sitting with some friends, and I don't remember what the exact question was, but we had asked ourselves, what are we what is it like a goal for the next year or something we hope for the next year? And I said my goal was to make some money off of my podcast. Now, I don't want to be like, oh, it has to be like financial if I'm not making money off of my podcast. What's the point? Because I totally don't agree with that. And I think that so much of 
this journey with the podcast is has nothing to do with money. I like doing it. I find it healing to do it. It's like a mini therapy session for myself when I sit down. I've gotten so much feedback that I know that it's helping other people or it's at least something that other people like to put in their headphones for a portion of their day, which I am so grateful for. But I think for me, the reason that I would love to make money off of it or grow my audience or take that journey is because I want to start living off of things that I'm genuinely 110% both feet in proud of or love. I like to create and I really want to try to get to a place where I have multiple things going on that are hopefully, you know, paying my bills so that I don't have to do the jobs that I don't relate to or resonate with anymore. That could take so much longer than a year and probably will. But I would love to get to a point with this where we can reach more people, get more people listening, and hopefully make a couple dollars off of this baby. Because I think I have really big grand goals for this. And yeah, I feel like this, my goal for this year is to get some of those things up and running so that so I feel like all to say all to say 16 minutes in is that I feel like I am in a place mentally where I can start to attack that and I definitely didn't feel that way at the start of the year so it just wouldn't have been good to come back in January everybody listening is like listen we didn't even realize you took a month off okay we but in my head, you've all been counting the days for my return. Well, here I am. So, yes. I also wanted to touch on this funny thing that happened um, while I was on my adult coloring hiatus. So, uh, I really hope... Uh, I don't know. If the, if the person that I'm about to talk about is listening to this, I don't... I, I don't know. I don't mean any harm in telling this story. I'm obviously not going to say who it was. But I just like I need to talk about it because as soon as it happened, I was like, gosh, this is good podcast content. So somebody that I used to know in high school, I didn't go to high school with them, but I knew them in that era of my life, reached out to me and they were like, hey, are you in a Michael's craft store ad? And like, fair, I do commercials and stuff from time to time, like, you know. And I was like, no, I'm not. I must have a doppelganger. And they were like, yeah, like I thought I saw you in this ad and they sent me this photo of this person that they thought was me. And when I say it couldn't have looked less like me, what I will say is the person was fat with glasses for sure. And I died of laughter. Like, if the person who sent me this is listening to this, you didn't hurt my feelings even slightly. I just think the notion <laughs> that like she's fat with glasses, it must be Taylor Hubbard, is so comical to me in the way that like that is fat phobia, you know? And again, if the person who said that is listening to this, like I don't think you're fat phobic. I don't think you're a bad person. I think like honest mistake, like it's fine. I just think the action of that is so funny and I can't not talk about it because 
I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't look like me. They are full figured and have spectacles on their face. So I can totally understand how you would, you know what I mean? This idea that just like fat people are interchangeable almost is funny to me. And I couldn't not bring it up because I just, and I, I this isn't going to hit the same because you can't see the photo. And I'm not going to share the photo. I'm not going to bring that lovely girl in the Michael's Craft ad into this world. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But I just wish you could see the photo. Because maybe this is like when you try and tell a joke and it doesn't work. Which I would know nothing about because all of my jokes always land. Um, but anyways, all to say, I just think that that's funny. And I think that that is something that probably happens a lot. I think a lot of people can become interchangeable. I know that there's a big conversation with like race and people getting mistaken. Like I think there's a video where um, Samuel Jackson is doing an interview and somebody calls him Lawrence Fishburne and he's like, we are different people. Like not all black people are the same people. And I think that that's, you know, a very valid thing. And I just like kind of experienced that, but with like my body type. And I did choose to just like view it from a comical angle because it didn't hurt my feelings. Like I think the woman was beautiful who she sent me the photo of. She just wasn't me, you know? Um, and to be fair, this person hasn't really seen me in a long time. But I don't think my like entire facial structure has changed since high school. Anyways, all to say, I thought that was funny and that I should bring that up because it seemed it seemed on brand. I also want to touch on body stuff during the holidays. I kind of chatted about that before, but I have talked to a few people who over the holidays were really struggling, whether it was with eating, whether it was struggling with eating around family or picking what to wear for like a nicer holiday event or having family judge what they wear there was just like I've had so many conversations about the stress that people had involving food and their body around the holidays and I think that that's so valid and kind of ties into what I was saying earlier with this it's supposed to be a lovely time where we reset and slow down and it ends up just being this stressful time and I can think back to when I was at a different spot in my body journey and I would dread the holidays sometimes you have to see people you haven't seen in a long time that has always really stressed me out like I don't want to see people I went to high school with because I look like a different person in a way like I, I look the same but I've gained a lot of weight since then and so I'm terrified to put myself in scenarios where people can think when I walk away like, oh my gosh, she's put on so much weight. And and maybe sometimes I insert that thought myself. I think they're going to say that and maybe they don't. And sometimes I think I'm probably right. But I think over time I've realized like, who fucking cares? Okay? And the sky is blue. Like I... Yeah, I have put on weight since I left school and that's fine and the least interesting thing about me. 
still something I struggle with from time to time, but I've gotten better at my approach to situations like that. But I think at the holidays, sometimes you see family you may not have seen in a year and like people's bodies can change a lot in a year. And that is normal and that is okay. And, you know, some people probably have family members that fucking say something to their face, which don't do that. Like, don't tell, don't, don't talk about anybody's bodies ever. I've heard, I heard at my family things or Christmas things that I attended, I heard people make comments about other people's bodies. And I'm just like, ugh, this dialogue is so tired. Just stop. Stop. Nobody is interested. Because even if you're like, oh, you've lost so much weight. Like, I just, I almost feel like no matter what, you say about somebody's body it's gonna end up causing harm because there's so many sides and so many layers to those types of things and so I know we're in February now and so to talk about the holidays feels super weird but other things are going to come up over time that are going to be similar where you're going to have to maybe get together with people that you haven't seen in a while or have to be around people who maybe think it's okay to say insensitive things and they don't know that the things that they're saying are insensitive or you're going to be in situations where you know your relationship with food feels more complicated and I think that we all just need to give ourselves a lot more grace especially around the conversation with food I've spent so many years like not wanting to eat in front of people and not wanting to eat specific things in front of people and this whole conversation about food has been on my to talk about list from the start um I do want to address it in another episode because I think I'm going to mostly address it in an episode when I bring somebody on to the podcast um but this idea that I think when you specifically when you live in a bigger body the conversation around food or simply just feeding yourself because you have to feed yourself can feel complicated you know there have been times where I've ordered McDonald's and ate it in public and just felt intense amounts of shame and not shame in the sense that I'm like I shouldn't be eating McDonald's shame in the sense that I'm like people are probably like, of course she's eating McDonald's. And I'm a big believer that two truths can live at one time because life is not black and white. It is mostly gray. But there are some people who probably aren't thinking that and that's in my head and those are my own like insecurities being projected onto people and situations. But there are definitely people who are thinking that. I know that because I once had a man literally say that to me when I was eating McDonald's. He was like, oh, of course you're having McDonald's. And I was like, wow, cool. I think I was like 23 and just so not in a place to be hearing that kind of a comment. I can remember another time when I was eating McDonald's, McDonald's specifically, like fast food in general, things that are considered bad for you, you know, like things that you shouldn't eat. I'm doing huge air quotes right now that you cannot see. But I had this girl say to me that I had worked with at the time. She kind of was talking about how she had had an eating disorder with restricting food. And I was eating my food. I was just simply eating my lunch. I was simply eating. 
I was putting food into my body for the day. The best food in the world? No. Food, though. And as somebody who's had a hard time feeding myself over my life, like, I was eating that day. And she looked at me and she was like, you know, and like, overeating is also an eating disorder. And I was like, wow, haven't you just stepped on into this conversation that I did not ask for or want? And just this notion that that if you're eating bad food, bad food, and you're a bigger person, that that's all you ever eat or that's you should feel more guilty about eating that food because you're in a bigger body is such a complicated topic that we will get into at another time. The opposite is also true. If I'm eating a salad, it's like, oh, she's watching her weight. It's like, no, I wanted greens today. Like every food item I eat isn't like a big statement. I'm just eating like you are. I'm fueling my body in the best way I can that day, just like you are. I'm not making a diet poster because I've decided to have a salad for lunch today. Also to say, does anybody remember when you would go to McDonald's and they would call out your full order in front of a room full of people? Like now they're just like $8.92, which is like the kind of privacy I'm personally looking for. But they used to be like Big Mac combo, chocolate milkshake, extra large fry. And you're just like, okay, I guess I'll just like slink on over to the counter and get my food and go hide. Like that was such a horrible time period. Why did they ever do that? Nobody, nobody wants everybody to know what they ordered anywhere. It's just, that's for me and God to know, you know, I just... That was such a, um, a vulnerable, just like, I felt like I was standing naked in a room. I was like, ma'am, could you not, like, could you just shut up for a second while I, yeah. I just think that I'm so glad McDonald's changed that, and I don't know why they did. I don't know what the, I mean, probably just time-saving. But whoever made that decision to just be like, let's just do numbers, thank you. Thank you for doing that, because that really didn't help the shame spiral that I had with eating bad food in a bigger body when I was younger. Still something I definitely struggle with, though. I definitely still struggle with the judgment that I know is there and the judgment that I perhaps make up in scenarios when it comes to me eating in public. That's a really hard one to get over. And I don't know if I've even fully figured out my feelings on all of that. But my friend who I want to bring onto the podcast really badly, I have at least two people I can think of right now that in the next couple months are going to be in episodes. One of them is my friend Talia, who has incredible perspective to share about a lot of things surrounding body image, mental health, food, like relationships with food. And then my friend Thomas, who I have probably the most conversations about fat phobia and body positivity with and I just love the way they see that world and I think they're going to bring some really great things to this podcast and also they're Talia and Thomas are both funny as fuck so it's going to be great but that's all I'll say on that for today but moving forward through the year I just think Give yourself a lot of grace and patience because navigating difficulties 
with your body or navigating comments from other people about your body and your relationship with food in private or in public are really complex things to navigate and they're they can be very lonely and full of shame and isolating and I think that doing that work at all in any capacity is incredible and that you need to be patient and kind to yourself when doing that work and set fucking boundaries for yourself if you're at a place where you're like this doesn't feel good when this person says this or when this person talks about this or fucking set a boundary for yourself you have that control and you deserve to set a precedent for what will and won't be said or talked about around you because people don't understand the weight pun intended, of the things that they say and how that can affect somebody else in the room. And not everybody is going to be as finger on the pulse and as smart as you, maybe, for lack of a better term, about certain topics. And you don't need to educate them. That is not your job. But you absolutely can look at somebody and be like, listen, when you like to talk about how horrible somebody looked I don't want you to have those kinds of conversations around me anymore they don't make me feel good I've I've known and know you know people who can be very judgmental of other people and who can point out people and say oh she looks horrible in that or she should have never worn that or this or that and like that rhetoric gets so into our heads and is so poisonous and has absolutely no place anywhere and I know we all do it sometimes whether it's in our heads or in person I don't think it makes us bad people I think that that's just part of the journey but if we can start to call that stuff out less of that is going to be in our day-to-day lives and that's overall going to improve the way that we see ourselves and see other people and approaching ourselves and other people's journeys and bodies with kindness which sounds very like hippy dippy but it's true. Part of being kind to yourself and loving your body and supporting your journey is doing the same thing for other people. And one and doing that for other people might be easier or doing it for yourself might be easier. But I think they go hand in hand. And that is work that we can all very easily be doing for ourselves and for other people. I'm going to call it a day for today. What a little random journey we took. I have an adult coloring book to get to personally. I don't know where everybody else is at in their day. But I want to thank you guys for moving through this journey with me at my pace. It's not like anybody has a say. Nobody can force me to record an episode when I don't want to. But I've said it before and I'll say it again every time if I need to. That this little community of people who listen to this podcast and support me and take away things from it and apply it to their lives this is such a special place and I am very grateful for it I suggest that you all go out and get a coloring book an adult one don't be a freaking child with your coloring be an adult okay and as always do something for yourself today eat McDonald's in public and unapologetically color light a candle scream at somebody Do whatever you need to do for a little bit of joy in your day because it starts small and 
gets bigger from there, friends. Wow, thanks so much. I love you all and have a good fucking day, you beautiful little angel.